This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 53 with Sid Barat. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello everyone, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. The topic we're going to cover in today's show is how to create, grow and sell online courses. This is a great way to create an income stream. I'm a very big fan of creating something and packing it with value and content and then getting paid on that value that I created over and over as it keeps creating value for others. It's a lot of hard work up front, but it keeps generating income over and over if the content is evergreen. So how do we come up with an idea for a course to teach others and provide value for others? How do we create our course and what resources do we use to create our course? How do we find our customers and how do we market our course? Where can we list our courses to gain access to a larger audience? All of this will be covered in today's show. My guest today is Sid Barat. He's an entrepreneur, digital marketer, and writer, and currently the VP of Growth at Thinkific, a software that allows you to create and sell online courses. Previously, he was the marketing manager at LemonStand, an e-commerce platform for professional online stores. Sid is a master at creating online courses, marketing them, and selling them, so there's going to be a lot of valuable content shared in today's episode. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. Let me know your thoughts on Twitter at MC Lobsher or by email info at CashflowNinja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. As some of my listeners may know, I live in Newtown, Pennsylvania, a town that's about 45 minutes away from Philadelphia, the birthplace of the United States, the home of the cheesesteak, the Rocky Steps, and also the hometown of the beloved founding father, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin believed an investment in knowledge pays the best interest, and early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Cashflow Ninja have aligned itself with partners that aims to empower you to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Our healthy partner on it provides supplements, nutrient-dense and earth-grown foods, and fitness equipment to help you achieve your next level of well-being and total human optimization. Our listeners can get a 10% discount with coupon code GETONIT at CashflowNinjaHealth.com. A wealthy partner, Fundrise, gives everyone the opportunity to invest directly in high-quality real estate without the middleman. Fundrise makes the process of investing in the highest-quality commercial real estate from around the country simple, efficient, and transparent. You can get started with as little as $1,000 and do not have to be an accredited investor to participate in some of their offerings. You can check them out at CashflowNinjaWealth.com. 
audible.com and our wise partner audible offers a free download of any audio book when you try audible for 30 days you can download your free audio book at cashflowninjabook.com hey this is john lee dumas from entrepreneur on fire and you're listening to the cashflow ninja podcast with your host mc lobsher you must be prepared to ignite said welcome to the show thank you for having me mc can you please share a little bit about your background and journey as an entrepreneur? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think my story is kind of similar to most of the entrepreneur stories in that I started off at a corporate job. I was a consultant at Deloitte a few years ago, um, and I didn't, I didn't uh, really feel fulfilled. It was a great place to work. It was a great salary, but I just, you know, I just wasn't feeling good about it, and I wanted to do something else, and so. I decided to quit, and uh, I actually I heard about this program called Startup Chile in Chile in South America, where the government of Chile was giving out funds to entrepreneurs to come and build companies over there in Chile. And so I partnered with a friend. We had an idea. We we applied to the program and got in. And then I quit my job. Uh, needless to say, my parents weren't very uh, happy about that decision, but. Uh, you know, after a few confused looks, they decided to just let me do my thing. So I moved down to I moved down to Chile, and we started working on this uh, this business idea, which was basically a travel company that sort of it uh, aggregated tours online. So a lot of the tour operators we found in Chile were local tour operators; didn't really have a website, uh, and even if they did, they didn't have a way to collect payments or book it online. They would have to sort of through word of word of mouth get people to come to their physical outlet and book a tour. And so what we did was we aggregated, we made connections with all of them, put their tours online um, and just created like a sort of booking engine and, you know, took a fee for every sale that we sent their way. So it was, you know, it was a valid, it was kind of, it was a valid idea, but I guess the market in Chile was too small for us to be making anything meaningful in quick time, which wow. meant that we we ran out of our funding before we could get to profitability. Um, and so then to sustain myself, well, my, my co-founders decided to go back home after that, but I tried to keep it going. Um, and to sustain myself, I started doing like a lot of freelance stuff on the side. So I was uh, doing content marketing for other businesses, uh, just marketing in general. And I found that I was making more money doing that freelance and consulting stuff than through the through the startup, so I decided to you know do more of that, and then I I decided to just start traveling the world as well because you know I was making money online uh, and I could pretty much do this from anywhere. So I moved to Singapore and then I moved to Thailand and Vietnam. I was just doing the whole Southeast Asia circuit, uh, which had been a dream of mine for a while, and just working online. And along the way, I started a few other like smaller ventures, you know, online stores, e-commerce businesses. There was one that I started in Thailand, which was uh, I imported protein bars because in Thailand they have like this area where there are tons of Muay Thai camps, martial arts camps, and fitness camps. Right. And so everyone everyone there eats protein like all the time. It's it's hilarious. There's, they have these uh, little physical stores where people are just selling protein shakes and making money. So I was like, hey, you know, what if I just imported a whole bunch of these? Because there there's a brand of protein bars in, in America, pretty cheap but very good. 
and so I impro- imported them and I started selling them in Thailand at a, a you know at a higher price. Um, but it was, it was just like a temporary thing because I couldn't stay in Thailand for too long. I just had like a temporary visa. Um, and then I, I did this online store where I was creating posters online and selling it to gyms, uh, kind of like motivational posters and stuff. Right. Um, and so that went all right for a few uh, couple of months and then I sold it off to someone else. Um, and then I, I bought a blog, actually. Uh, it was on sale. It was an e-commerce blog, and I, I took it and I started increasing the the traffic and and subscribers there. And then I started getting more e-commerce clients through that blog. Uh, and then I came back to Canada, which is where I am right now, a couple of years ago after all that traveling, and decided to keep uh, doing more consulting. And then I got a job from one of my clients in Vancouver, and I moved over to Vancouver. That was uh, that company was called Lemon Stand. And then a year ago, I moved companies to the one that I am currently at as the uh, head of marketing, um, Thinkific, which is an online course platform. Right. Now, let's talk about Thinkific for a little bit. Can you tell my listeners just a little bit more about Thinkific and how they can utilize Thinkific to build an online business through creating and selling online courses? Yeah, absolutely. You know, in the in the recent few years, this there's this been this trend of online courses and people coming and creating these online training programs and making money online by selling that. Uh, and you know, it's it's kind of like an extension of the whole uh, Kindle ebook craze, you know, that we had a few few years earlier, or even the podcast craze. Right. People are making more content online, right? Like you're making the podcast and you're educating people through interviews. Authors are making books and educating people through text. And so the next evolution, the next phase in that evolution is creating an online course, which is like a combination of audio, video, text, packaging it into some sort of curriculum and then and then selling it to people. And so what Thinkific does is it's kind of like the all-in-one hosting platform for that. So, you know, instead of building your own website, instead of hiring someone to to create a student management system and video management and, um, you know, all those other things, we put it all together into one software, which is sort of just click, drag and drop kind of thing, build your website, uh, drag and drop your, your your videos and your text files and your audio files into your course, drag and drop to arrange it, and then you know just connect your bank account and you're good to go and people anywhere from the world can buy that course online. Well, that's fantastic. And I mean, this is an enormous opportunity right now to uh, to produce and create an online course and sell it online. I always, uh, I've said to uh, my listeners and some of my friends, you know, in the agricultural age, I would have looked into farming. You know, in the industrial age, I would have looked at manufacturing something. In the yeah. information age, all of us has a special skill set, uh, a unique story, a talent that we can use um, and to teach and share with others um, through an information product and none better than an uh, online course as an info product. Exactly, yeah. You hit it on, hit the nail on the head there, MC. It's, it is the information age and, uh, you know, people are, people can sell information um, this, in this day and age. Even, even though you get like a ton of free information on YouTube and people always ask me, what's the difference? You know, if, if everyone everyone can find that information online for free, why would I why would I make money? Why would people buy my course? And and the point is, it's it's your unique experiences and skill sets that counts over there, uh, and that's what people are buying into your your uniqueness, your experiences, and the ability to sort of get in touch with you 
um, as the course creator when they're taking your course. And just think about the scalability too. If we create a online course, which will delve into just some ideas for my listeners of how they can come up with an idea for an online course. But the scalability is just, it's unlimited. I mean, you can, you can be in Vancouver or down in a new town, Pennsylvania, where I live and put a course together, put it online, um, and sell it online. And anybody around the world can, can buy that course online from you. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of like, you know, there's a whole whole bunch of coaches and they make good money, but then they can only, um, you know, impact a few people at a time. But with an online course, you're, you're just you're scaling it up so much more um, and impacting people all around the world. Exactly. And, and putting all your efforts and energy and creativity into creating this course. And then when it's completed, I mean, you can keep on selling this for fun, you know, as long as you can down the line, depending how evergreen the content is. But it'll be out there in the web and you can still earn revenue streams from this, you know, five to 10 years to 15 years later. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of like the closest to the holy grail of uh, passive income. Right. Now, let's jump into some strategies uh, of how to come up for, uh, with an idea for an online course. Are there any strategies that you can share with my listeners? Yeah. Um, you know, I always say that everyone al- already has um, an idea in them, like an, a, an idea for an online course. And it, it really just comes from all our experiences and the things that we like to do. So what I do, what I, what I tell people is to kind of like make a list of all that all the things they're passionate about all the things that they have like all their experiences from work or school or ed- things that they've learned or or they feel that they're an expert at um and then the things that they have taught other people in the past you know like you're always giving advice to a friend or or a ment or you know a mentee or uh, or a peer or whatever uh, put those lists together and if you find something common ac- across all three that's like the the perfect uh, course topic for you to teach because it's it's a skill of yours, it's a passion, and it's something that you've already taught before. And if it, even if it, if there's nothing that matches all three, if if it matches at least two columns, that's still good enough. Then you can pick a bunch of these if there are a number of them that match those columns, and then go out and test those idea ideas with people to see which if there's real sort of uh, demand for it in the market. I, I just look at it too, just from uh, from this podcast, right? I try to identify a problem or a pain out there, mm-hmm. um, and it, it three, you know, the three three main areas obviously is fin- financial relationships and health. Just look yeah. at all the problems and pain that's already in there, and I mean, mm-hmm. look, the, just look at health and all the, and then you can go into diets from health, not even workout programs, and how many diets there are, and then yeah. you, eventually you get to some of the protein bars that you've sold in Thailand, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But to start to find a pain, if there if there's a problem that you'd like to solve and to learn more about. Um, that could be something as well. I just look at the podcast. Um, you know, some of the stuff that I've seen in my wealth management firm um, is that there was a lot of pe- people focused on the accumulation approach of wealth. And yeah. then when later, when they came to, um, into the stage of their life when they wanted to retire, well, there wasn't any income streams for them and they haven't saved enough through that model 
to have income streams to fund their retirement. So I can see as far as from a lifestyle that income streams was a lot of, I mean, there's, it's not something that a lot of folks have. And especially in the information age, that's the only job security that you're going to have is to by creating an asset um, that provides income streams on a consistent basis. So I identified the problem. Uh, I try to find a solution, which is to bring on e- experts onto my show. And then mm-hmm. the other piece is I, I learn how to podcast. I didn't even know the difference between the microphones when I first started. <laughs> so um, there's, there's just a, the three steps that I personally used. And then you've mentioned how they can test this to see if, if, if there's a market for it. There's, I mean, in the information age, information is everywhere. We can jump on just through a Google search. You can jump onto a website like ClickBank that already sells a lot of courses and Mm -hmm. see what else is on there. Um, And if there's something on there that you're already trying, that the idea that you have, that's actually pretty good because that's another mindset uh, switch, right? Right there. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people uh, feel concerned when they see that there's someone already doing that same thing or something similar and they're like oh there's already com- competition someone's already beat me to it uh but that's not the way you sh- you're supposed to look at it you're supposed to look at it as wow okay there's already a market for it out there people are buying this what can what unique stuff what unique spin can i i add to my course to this topic uh to to take my share of the pie you know Right. And, the, you know, to, to bring it back to the, the podcast example, too, how many investing in business podcasts are there? <laughs> I know. Like this, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there's a market for that. And there are people that are interested to learn the same thing with an online course that you're trying to create. And if you think if you have a special skill and you don't think it's wor- uh, worth looking at it for an online course, I've even seen that there's a guy teaching people to jump high on ClickBank. Oh wow! He's, okay. he's yeah. selling. He's selling an, a, a course because he has the skill that he can jump really high, and he figured that he can teach other people how to jump high. And after teaching it to a couple of his friends, and they improved the height that they got on their jumps, well, he put an online course together, and he's actually <laughs> and he's created a nice uh, income stream for himself, which is as passive as as it's as it gets, right? Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, I, at this point, I'm not even surprised at, at the at the new course ideas that I see coming up. People making money of things like you know jumping high, but I've seen like I've seen idea courses where people are making six figures a month, uh, teaching people how to fly a drone. You know, um, right. and it, it's it seems like something that you could just pick up easily. Like you take the instruction manual for a drone and then pick it up. But it, you know, uh, there's clearly a lot more that goes into it. And it's uh, obviously there are people who will pay for that information because they feel that it would add value to their lives, either financially or health or relationships, as you mentioned. And that's the that's such a key takeaway right there. Find a way of serving other people and yeah. how to provide value to them. And it's around your area of expertise and something that you're passionate about. And the bigger the problem or the pain, the pain is – the more value you can add and the bigger the opportunity there is for you as well as an entrepreneur or a creator of an online course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just people are always looking to improve their lives. And you mentioned, you know, the, the financial health and relationships. That stuff matters to them. And so they're willing to invest in themselves when they find something that can help them get to their dreams or, or goals. 
Exactly. And you, you just mentioned about, said some relationships too, right? There are so many different areas within that uh, niche of relationships, yep. parents, uh, romantic relationships, you know, all, and all of those areas have uh, pains and problems. And maybe mm-hmm. you have a unique story or an experience that you went through in your life that you can share uh, to help other people and empower other people and help them solve the problems that, and the pain that they're having in their lives with the relationships they have. Exactly. You know, maybe, uh, maybe in your company you met uh, or you were able to connect with a number of uh, other people in different departments and you sort of that helped you move up the, the corporate ladder. That is a skill that a lot of people would love to learn to, you know, how to move up the corporate ladder by connecting and networking with their peers. That's another thing that you could like, that's a relationship basically almost uh, course, or, you know, maybe you have a passion for hula hooping and that could be turned into a, a you know, a fitness uh, kind of course where you teach people how to hula hoop and lose weight. Right. And, you know, some people will listen to this and laugh at, at, you know, hula hooping. But just think about all the, you know, we're we're in the final quarter of this year heading into that now. Yeah. At the end of the year, everybody writes down New Year's resolutions and extra skill sets that they want to learn. Or even they do it on a quarter basis. So, you know, from a personal development standpoint, maybe there's a skill set that you wanted to learn. Well, there might be a course out there that somebody else has created on that. So you can do the same thing for others. Um, and maybe that's a skill that they want to learn. Yeah. And, you, you know, you mentioned that people might laugh at the hula hooping example, but it's a real example. Yeah. And I when I first found this person, there's this lady in uh, Australia teaching hula hooping online. And uh, it was, I was like, well, okay, hula hooping. I didn't realize there was a market for it. But turns out that she's doing really, really well with that course. Let's jump into some, some of the resources that listeners can use in creating this. Obviously, the platform Thinkific is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I just opened an account and played around on it. And uh, nice. fantastic features. What are some of the resources that you can recommend that listeners can use uh, to put these, this course together? Yeah, so, um, you know, like when creating a course, you can either pick a complete video format or you can mix it up with like video and voiceover slides. I know a lot of people do voiceover slides because they don't feel comfortable in front of a camera. They don't want people, you know, it's, it, they just don't, they, they don't feel good in front of a camera or maybe they don't have the right equipment uh, or the lighting. So the simplest course really to create is a voiceover slides course where you have a presentation, you know, made in keynote or PowerPoint, and then you record your voice over the slides as you move along the slides, right? So it's like a slideshow that's playing and then you have your voice explaining each slide. Um, and, you know, honestly, you can use your the built-in microphone in your computer. Um, I personally use the Blue Yeti which is a uh, $79 microphone. It's pretty cheap. You can get it on Amazon. They, there's also a, a, a cheaper version of this microphone called the Blue Snowball, which is uh, 49 or something. I, I suppose you use a, a, a dedicated mic as well, don't you, MC? Yep, the ITR 2100. Oh, yeah, that's a good one too, yeah. Um, so you know, like there's a tons of there are tons of mics. If your if your uh, computer built-in microphone is is not the best quality, you can pick one of these up, less than a hundred dollars on Amazon. Uh, you can use voiceover, and then you can record your voiceover the slides using. Uh, you probably already have PowerPoint or Keynote, so that's there. 
Um, and then the last piece of that to record the screen is is key. Uh, sorry, QuickTime. Uh, you could also use. Um, there are a couple of other screencasting tools like Camtasia or ScreenFlow, which are paid tools. QuickTime is a free tool on on uh, Macs, I believe, uh, which is what I have. And just allows you to sort of capture all the screen movements. So if you know if you're teaching something about, uh, you know, maybe marketing, let's say, uh, and you want to show examples uh, online or on a website, then you can use a screen capture tool um, and show people that. And of course, you need to capture your screen when you're recording your voiceover slide. So you capture the movement of your slide and your voice recorded over it, and that's like a video uh, that you can put up on on Thinkific for your course. And if you want to do um, actual video, like talking head and record your face, uh, I mean, you can use the built-in uh, camera on your computer. The, uh, the, the hula hooping person actually started off, her first course was with, a, with an iPhone. So she created with an iPhone. Some recorded videos with her iPhone, and, uh, um, and she put those up online. So uh, even in this day and age, like you get like top-quality cameras on your phone. But if you want something that's better, again, you can get something for less than 100 bucks, one of those USB clip-on cameras that you get for your computer uh, available on Amazon. And then uh, you also just need to maybe, if you're doing talking head, kind of be cognizant of the lighting because better lighting will give you better quality video. So, uh, you know, get maybe some cheap LED lights from Amazon or just maybe sit in a well-lit area. And really, like, you know, all this equipment, most of it is free and the, the others are like less than 100 bucks. So you don't need any expensive equipment, camera, HD cameras or, or high quality microphones or a studio. Uh, you can really start creating your course and videos for less than a couple of hundred bucks. Yeah, that, thank you for sharing those resources. And if you guys go to cashflowninja.com forward slash resources, a couple uh, that Sid has mentioned is on, on there as well uh, as far as screen capturing, recording, etc. So, But those are really great resources. Now, we've come up with uh, our idea for an online course. Mm-hmm. Um, we've created it. We've recorded yep. it. We've we've put it on uh, Thinkific, um, and now we're going to sell it. So, what strategies can you share with my listeners to implement some branding and marketing for these courses? And what are some of the best places to sell them on? Yeah, um, we usually try to yeah we we teach our um, our course creators to build a funnel, which is uh, it starts with creating a lead magnet, which is basically a free, free ebook or maybe a free course even, uh, or, or a, you know, like a beginner version of the course that you want to sell. Um, and then sort of giving that away on various channels. So you could, you well, you could go on a podcast like this or a webinar and uh, talk about your expertise and then mention the free, uh, free lead magnet at the end of it. And then people can go and subscribe to that lead magnet. Or you could, uh, you could do guest blogging. Uh, that's a really powerful way. I still believe that guest, guest blogging is is one of the best ways if you want to. Ju- if you're just getting started, uh, it doesn't make sense to blog on your own website. But if you but if you start guest blogging, blogging, you tap into someone else's audience that's already there, and you bring people back to your site. So go guest blog, and then link to your free lead magnet at the end of your guest post. Get on a podcast. Go maybe uh, speak at live events, and then at the end of your uh, presentation, you can offer the free lead magnet go on online communities there are so many places like their facebook groups reddit groups linkedin groups where you'd find people in your niche 
who are discussing this stuff and they're passionate about it and they want to learn more and go and offer your expertise, help people out. And, and, you know, you can eventually start talking about your free lead magnet. Um, and so putting, and I've mentioned these, all these tactics are, are basically free. You don't need to, uh, I mean, obviously there's the, there's the advertising route, but you know, if you're on a budget at first, start doing this stuff, which is just basically building up some sort of reputation online for your expertise and, and just helping people and giving a, giving away your lead magnet on all these online forums and communities and, uh, podcasts and, and guest blogs and live events. And then you'll start to see more people come in. People will sign up for your lead magnet and then you've, you've collected all these email subscribers. And then what you do is you'd build a, an email nurture funnel, right? So like or a, an autoresponder sequence, basically just adding more content to people and then getting them to a point where they're ready to buy the premium course that you eventually want to sell. And then, you know, you could do a sort of a, a launch sequence. You know, there are tons of, um, there's, there's a lot of material online on how to create a launch sequence and on the Thinkific blog as well. Or you could just do an evergreen thing where you just say, hey, uh, I'm opening up my course um, and I'm giving a limit time discount uh, for you to get it right now just to add a bit of urgency. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like how we sort of show people um, ways to market the course. And there's there's tons more. You know, there's there's so many different ways to market a course that what we say is, just figure out the top three channels that you want to hit. You know, if it's guest posting, um, you know, webinars and uh, live events, then work on only those three and nail it before moving on to a different channel. Otherwise, you're just going to get, you're just going to be switching bef- between different things and you're going to get, you're never going to uh, really nail any one channel and you're not going to be satisfied with the results. Great advice. And what's, what are some sites that they can list this on and, and, and sell it on as well? Yeah, um, so there, there are a ton of these uh, course aggregator sites like Udemy, which is a marketplace, and a whole bunch of people will go on there. Uh, tens of thousands of course creators will list their, uh, list their courses, and then uh, students will come in and buy those courses. Uh, there's Skillshare. So that's just like a way for you to kind of put your course. I think they have pricing limits on Udemy. Uh, the highest maximum price allowed is like $300 or so. It was... It was fifty dollars until very recently, and they switched it back to three hundred. So, if you want, what you can do is put like a a beginner version of your course on Udemy, collect a lot of people over there because they have like a large audience, and then funnel them back into your premium course, which is maybe a thousand dollars, five you know thousand five hundred dollars, which you would host on your own website, which is hopefully created on Thinkific. Right. And so, a lot of people do that kind of funnel where they have like a teaser teaser course. On a on one of these marketplace sites for for a lower value, and then bring people back to a higher value course. That's really where where they make most of the money. These are some really good strategies because there's different ways of approaching it. So for the listeners, the big takeaway here too that Sid was talking about is try and find the communities and niches that your the problem that you're solving that that they are experiencing them, um, and try and go where that audience is, whether it's on other blogs, whether it's on social media. And then there's different strategies within that, but focus on that. Don't try to be everywhere at once. Um, I think just in my experience, too, from trying some of these strategies, maximize your time and effort into one specific area where your audience is 
mm-hmm. and future customers that will buy your course will be. And when you join that communities too, we've covered it on this podcast before, try to provide as much value as possible within those communities. Do not just go and lead with saying, hey, here's my course, you know. It's, yeah, exactly. People people in those communities and chats, I, I'm just thinking of, let's just use uh, Facebook groups. There's usually yeah. questions that, that people post. You know, try and answer the questions for them. Try to provide value. Look at what type of questions they're asking in those communities too because that's another hint that you can put into um, – into the course that you're designing. So you can do some market research just in those communities as well before you even have a product to see what are the biggest problems that this group of people that I'm trying to serve have and how can I provide maximum value. And then one of the examples that you used was a lead magnet. You can Mm -hmm. come up with a lead magnet then of, you know, five things that you have to know about that or ten things that you have to know for just from the questions that these people are asking. So you can... Go in, uh, be a valuable asset in that community before you start saying, hey, you know, I also have a course (laughs) that you can direct folks to later on. And those are basically going out and getting uh, the customers for your course out out on the internet. Then the other one is, like as you mentioned with the sites, Udemy and Skillshare. Uh, ClickBank has, has got a ton of courses on too. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of people on there. You're obviously going to have to compete against a lot of folks. So there's different uh, positives and negatives of doing it both ways. Correct? That's the thing. If you if you're putting all your eggs in one basket on something like Udemy or ClickBank, you're competing with th- thousands of other people, um, and eventually, you know, Udemy and ClickBank kind of control everything over there. So recently, in recent times, Udemy changed their pricing model and that pissed off a lot of the course creators and Udemy. But, you know, that's the way they run their business and uh, the course creators already knew that going in. So don't put your eggs all in one basket. You need your own your own branded website um, that would be like the place that people end up in. And use use Udemy and, and, and uh, ClickBank and other places as marketing channels as opposed to your entire, the, the entire, the big, the home for all your products. But also what you said about what you said earlier about you know communities and uh, using them as a testing ground, that's a, that's a really great idea because uh, I think if we did a we did a team retreat and we did a twenty four hour course creation uh, hackathon so to speak, and one of our team members was part of a group. She is actually from England and she moved to migrated to Canada and she went through a whole lot of uh, immigration stuff to do and it was just a pain to figure it all out. Um, and so she went, she was part of this group of expats in Canada or people moving to Canada. And, yeah, and she just went in there. She, she's been a regular member of the group. So she wasn't, this wasn't the first time, but she went in and posted and said, Hey, I'm thinking of creating a course that will help people migrate easier. What are some of the questions or things that are, uh, you know, you're confused about when it comes to migrating. And then, uh, like, I think a hundred people Started, uh, commented on it and they shared their experiences and they were like, wow, we love your idea. I'd love to learn ABC. And so she created a course. Um, she actually didn't even create the full course. She just sort of quickly put up a, a page in Thinkific and explained what the course would be about. And and uh, she sort of like added one document as the lecture, which was which basically said, I'm, I'm still building the course. Um, but, you know, sign up right now to get the full course later. 
And then she went back and said, hey, I've created like a quick page. You can sign up. And then when the course is ready, you can, you can, you know, go through the entire course. And so then she got like 100 people to sign up for the course. And then she just created the course after that. So what she did was she, you know, she was in a community. She made a lot of connections and she asked questions and she validated her idea. Then she created a, a pre-sales page, collected email addresses, and then she created the course after she realized that there was a market for that. So... That's amazing. I mean, that yeah. is a perfect example right there. She had a pain and a problem that she mm-hmm. went experienced personally, and yeah. she found a way to solve it. Um, and then she was also part of a community that she has been engaged in and um, provide provided value for this community for a while, and then um, just reached out to them and, and try to try to ask questions and get some feedback from them to then create a product that's a fantastic example yeah exactly and the creating value aspect is also really important because i i'm I'm part of a number of of facebook groups um and i can always tell when someone's just spamming the group versus someone who's there to provide value right Uh, yeah and and you know you can see when when this there's a person always answering questions and always being helpful that name sticks in your mind and the next time they post, you're always like, oh, what did, they, what did this person say? I want to go check it out, right? Right. Um, and so you sort of build your own influence within the group if you're providing a ton of value. And eventually, when you have a post like this where you're asking people for ideas or validating your course, you will get 100 people or more, or well, depending on the size of the group, but you'll get like hundreds or thousands of people who will come and check you out just because they recognize your name already. It's so it's so true what you just said. I just there's a couple of individuals already that sticks out in my mind. This uh, private Facebook group that I'm a part of, and yep. I know exact. I mean, they they provide so much valuable information every single time somebody asks a question, and I know if that person puts a question forth like what that individual did in in, in your group, I would be mm-hmm. the first person to try and help them out. Um, and exactly. provide feedback to them because they've provided so much to the group already. Absolutely, yeah. The same thing, and uh, we have like a a group for course creators called the Thinkific Studio. Um, it's in Facebook, and you know you can join it if you want. Uh, and it's it's got like a whole bunch of these all Thinkific course creators, and there are some individuals over there who are always providing value. They're they're sharing their experiences, they're sharing new marketing strategies, and they're commenting on other people's questions. Um, and most of the time, we don't even need to. Uh, kind of answer questions when people ask them because these people are always doing it, and so every time they post, there's there's always tons of comments on and likes and uh, reactions to their posts because they have built so much influence within the group. Now, Sid, one of the habits that I've observed from wealthy and successful people and entrepreneurs is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skills. Uh, what are mm-hmm. you currently studying, and what new skill sets are you currently learning? Uh, yeah, right now I'm actually, I was reading this book called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss and it's a it's a book on negotiation. And uh, that's kind of like some of the, that's kind of what I'm studying right now is just basically learning how to negotiate better, how to, um, you know, make a sale, make, make the sale really. I mean, I'm a marketer, but get, getting down to some of this person to person stuff um, one-on-one sales is is a lot different than online marketing. So I kind of want to learn more about that and the psychology behind it and even try to figure out how it uh, it transfers over to the online world. A core message in our show is to leave our families and communities and the world a bit better than we found it by passing down a mindset 
and values and principles to future generations, not just money. If you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Yeah, I think, um, as we mentioned throughout this podcast, adding value is is kind of like the number one thing. Uh, don't don't look at it from a what like from a perspective of what you can get out of it at the end. Always just try to be selfless and add value to other people, help other people out. Um, and even if there's no direct monetary gain for you at the end, uh, it's still it's still more fulfilling. You know, if you if you can help someone out. So that's the first thing. Second thing uh, is, um, and this is more uh, slightly more selfish, but it's not contra- contradictory. Is just don't be afraid to to just you know do what you want to do. Don't don't be afraid. Don't uh, look out for the gatekeepers or don't ask for permission. Just if you if there's a passion, if you're passionate about something, if 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 you have a dream or a goal, go after it. Um, if there's something that you want, go ask for it. You know. Um, so follow, well, I mean, it's, it sounds cliche, but kind of like, just don't be afraid um, to, to follow your dreams or to ask for something. Um, and, and, the, and the final thing is always, always look to, to share your knowledge. And I, I guess it's kind of related to adding value, but um, sort of it's, it's also just helping the world in kind of like giving back to them and um, helping other people with your own knowledge or with whatever resources you have. And I use knowledge because that's uh, one of my top resources. But if you have a lot of money, if you have a lot of other leverage or connections, uh, then use your resources to kind of give back to to the world. Are there any books that you would recommend to my audience? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of all these psychology books. And like I mentioned, Never Split the Difference is the one I'm reading right now. Very, very good book. So have a look at that. A couple of others, like Influence by Robert Cialdini, is a really good one. Mm-hmm. And um, there, there, there's a an, an author named Ryan Holiday, um, and his his book Ego Ego is the Enemy, uh, a new book by him, is actually a, is a very good book as well. So fantastic! I'll put those books in our show notes today, and also add them to our book page on cashflowninja.com forward slash books. Now, mm-hmm. said, how can my audience learn more about you and your company and stay informed of all of the projects that you're involved with? Yeah. Um, you know, if they want to check out Thinkific, it's just thinkific.com. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm actually just going to, I'm going to just throw in a little bonus for any listeners over here. Uh, so if you, if you, are listening to the podcast right now and you want to check out Thinkific and you want to want some extra fee bonuses, you can uh, go to get.thinkific.com slash cashflowninja and I'll send you the link MC after this. But what we'll do is we'll give you a free month on the Thinkific business plan, which is kind of like the the advanced uh, full-featured plan. And we also throw in a couple of other courses that will teach you how to... how to. So basically, I spoke about the marketing plan and creating that funnel. This course talks a lot more about it. It's a 30-day course that teaches you how to get to 30 sales in the next 30 days. And then also a pricing course on how to price your courses accurately. Because, um, you know, I see a lot of people underpricing the courses and, and going for like $100 when they could be charging $1,000 easily and still making making 10 times more. So two free courses, how to price your course, 
30 and 30 challenge, which will get you to 30 sales in the next 30 days and a free month on Thinkific's business plan uh, at get.thinkific.com slash cashflowninja. And if you want to learn more about me in particular, you can go to my website, which is uh, Um And I'll give you the link. It's a, it's a complicated name, I know. But uh, you can keep you can see what I'm up to um, outside of Thinkific. And I've got my own courses as well, teaching people how to get featured on um, publications like Forbes and stuff. Thank you so much for that valuable resource that you're giving my listeners. Uh, very generous. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming on the show and just sharing your journey and your knowledge. Uh, it's fantastic. And for those listening, we're actually going to do a webinar as well on October 19th. So we'll get the time established eventually and, and share some more information on social media and our website. But uh, Sid and I will be putting on a webinar uh, just yep. for those who are interested in taking one step further in creating these courses. But thank you so much for coming on the show. I've had a blast. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much, MC. This was a fantastic show. Loved all the questions. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad I could, uh, I could uh, you know, give you and your, your listeners some advice on, on creating online courses. Thank you for joining Sid Barat from Thinkafink and myself on the Cashflow Ninja podcast today. Guys, Sid has made available some amazing resources for you to start creating your online courses. You can go to get.thinkafic.com forward slash Cashflow Ninja to access all of these resources. He's offering our Cashflow Ninja listeners one free month on their business plan worth around about $99 and $800 worth of premium training courses for free. These courses include how to price your online course and access to the 30 in 30 program that's selling 30 courses in 30 days. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with friends, family, and your network. I really have been humbled by your support and feedback, if, and if there's any way that I can provide more value to you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. And don't forget to take advantage of our offers from our partners that aims to empower you to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Our healthy partner, Onnit, provides supplements, nutrient-dense and earth-grown foods, and fitness equipment to help you achieve your next level of well-being and total human optimization. Our listeners can get a 10% discount with coupon code GETONIT at CashflowNinjaHealth.com. Our wealthy partner, Fundrise, gives everyone the opportunity to invest directly in high-quality real estate without the middlemen. Fundrise makes the process of investing in the highest quality commercial real estate from around the country simple, efficient, and transparent. You can get started with as little as $1,000 and don't have to be an accredited investor to participate in some of their offerings. You can check them out at CashflowNinjaWealth.com. And our wise partner, Audible, offers a free audiobook download. When you try Audible for 30 days, you can download your free audiobook at CashflowNinjaBook.com. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms.